Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Before I begin this episode, I want to just mention a couple things. One, so I switched floss. Now, I know it sounds ridiculous. Wait, hold on. Bear with me. And uh, I used to use that shiny ribbon-like floss that just eases its way in between your teeth. You barely feel it, and I loved it. For years, I was using this type of floss. It's the expensive floss. And uh, I went to the dentist the other day. My dentist was like, that's shit. Use this other type of floss. And this other floss is like, uh, I mean, it's like black charcoal floss. <laughs> and uh, it's definitely not um, like a ribbon. This is like rope. And I realized uh, when I was using that floss, I did it this morning. And this is why I'm sharing this story because it's fresh. It was like, holy shit. It was a whole different experience. Like it, you had to earn cleaning your teeth. And then when you were done... Because you could, you know, you could, it's like putting a rope in between your tooth, um, your teeth. And it, it felt like, um, oh, this is what flossing should be like. Anyway, my point is this something as simple as floss or changing your floss. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, but the result of this using this new floss is my mouth feels fresher. It's important to me. I feel cleaner. And, uh, it's not just once. I mean, you floss, what, twice a day? I mean, you stretch that over weeks. And, you know, it. it's like that whole thing with golfing where if you just move like a centimeter that the ball over time will be in a completely different place. And I think it's little things like this, changing your floss or, you know, I talk about thread count on your bed bed sheets a lot or water pressure. Um, but whatever that looks like for you, it may not be floss or bed sheets. Um, but little things in life that you can change and tweak. I have this new non-negotiable and I've had it for about a decade. Any socks with holes or any yellow socks, throw that shit away. Just throw that shit away. It, life is too short. And any kind of underwear that you're just wearing because you're trying to be practical. And listen, you don't have to like wear underwear that makes you feel sexy all the time. But, you know, at least it feels good. At least they fit, you know. So socks and underwear, another small thing. And we forget about them. And suddenly we are wearing socks that are just stained or have holes in them. We're wearing underwear that are too loose or too tight. And it really is like, they're just like pebbles in your shoe. You know, you, you'll, just, you'll start walking funny. So just a quick reminder to um, change little things. And that little things over time become big. All right. The other thing I wanted to mention uh, before I read this very personal letter, which is what this episode's about, is uh, the announcement of my subscription for the Angry Therapist podcast. It's only $4 a month or even better, 36 a year. And um, it's going to get you all the episodes ad-free and also bonus episodes every week. So these bonus episodes cover um, all types of self-betterment topics from relationships to dating to mindset. But what's different is I give you homework. 
I want you to actually change your life. So with these series for subscribers, I actually give you homework at the end. You just go to the angry therapist at theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. I, you know, the, the whole at is used so much these days. It's just ingrained in me. Theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. Okay, so I went to a breakup boot camp and I was one of the um, instructors doing a workshop. And I decided to participate in this other exercise they were doing. And it was writing a letter to an ex. And I've done this a couple times before, but for some reason, this one just really landed different. And I wanted to read this to you. Uh, this is the actual letter I wrote. And talk about it a little bit, and I wonder what's going to come up for you when you read this. Because I think it's it's relatable. I think there are themes with our exes, um, whether the relationship you have with your ex is good or bad, healthy or not. There are There are universal themes, right? Okay, so this is to an ex who... I believe um, has a lots of anger toward me. <laughs> there, there, uh, and, and you know, I um, I have worked a lot on uh, letting it go because, of, of course, there's a part of me, and I'm sure a part of you too, that wants to be cool with all your exes, right? Um, but of course, we have to respect their distance and their feelings, you know, and what was is their own journey. You know, as what was is my journey. So, blank, because I'm not going to mention her name. I wish you never said those words, but I needed to hear them. As crushing as they felt, I understand more than ever what I did and who I couldn't be. I lost myself in you, which made the drop bone crushing. I was not meant to love you. I was meant to be your detour sign. I think when I wrote Detour Sign, I got a little, um, my eyes got a little watery. Made me sad that uh, that's how I feel, that I was meant to be her detour sign. You know what? The truth is sometimes many of us are, you know? And maybe that's why it hurt me more than anything I've ever been through. Not because of your love. Oh, not because of young love, possession, unhealthy dynamics that feel like unbreakable eggs. But because I was the final man you needed to run from so that you could find you. I was the warning in your life which made which made me feel plastic. And maybe I needed to feel plastic to know I wasn't living when we were together. And if I wasn't living, I wasn't loving. Let me just repeat that real quick because it's so important. If you're not living, you're not loving. And this is why in relationships we have to not lose ourselves, as in, uh, not only uh, in our partner, but also not lose ourselves in life. You know, We have to have a life. So we bring something to the table besides just grabbing hands. All right, because I wasn't loving, because I wasn't living, I wasn't loving. And because uh, I have a life now, a good one, um, why did I say because? Anyway, I have a life now, a good one. 
and without one you 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 can't love because what you love quote unquote um becomes your life and that suffocates people god blew out our candle i hated him for that today i see why his love for us like parents by the way my penmanship is so bad obviously as you can tell i can't even read my own words uh, it's it's like uh, I write like uh, doctors write prescriptions. His love for us like parents, and you have to grow up to see why. I want so bad for you to not see me as a red sign anymore. I have a soul now. I write books. Remember, you used to correct my words. You were so well read and smarter than me. I have a daughter. I'm doing the things you were excited about me doing. I am not a sign anymore. I have a life. I am living. I'm writing this at a breakup camp. And uh, I'm running a group to help other people who were where I was. I finally see where you were. And I am so sorry I couldn't see you then. Those eyes needed to be closed. For For there to... For these to be open. Not just... Not just uh, you now, but to everyone I have ever loved. I hope you're living. I hope you have forgiven and let go. I hope you don't see me as a monster or a miserable fuck. I was just scared. I hope you know yourself and like yourself and have chosen someone or maybe... Many who has capacity and treats you better than I ever did. I'm still working on me, forgiving me, understanding me, and learning about love and God and life. I love you from a distance. John Kim. For me, um, I think it's important to... um, do things like this, even if it's a letter, or maybe you process with your therapist, um, to not rip out chapters. You know, I think we're all so busy thinking about who we used to love, and um, instead of throwing love at them, I dated someone who hated that term, throwing love at someone. I don't mind it. I don't see that as a as a, a bad thing. I, I get what she she was saying. She was saying like love shouldn't be thrown, or it seems very kind of like um, minimizing. Uh, but I, I I don't I don't know. I don't see it that way. Anyway, um, I think it's important that we don't harbor hate and resentment because. It's something that we will have to carry. I think um, hate and resentment can be um, poison, can be a virus. It also leaks through all areas of your life. And if you're in a relationship now, it is affecting that, even if it's subtle. And so I think we have a responsibility to um, let go, forgive, release. And um, the way that you do it is on you. So whether you are writing letters at a breakup boot camp or you are talking about and processing with your therapist. Um, give yourself what you need to let go. 
it's important you don't live there, right? You shouldn't obsess about the past. I agree. Uh, but it's okay to visit as many times as you want, as you need. You know, and I think um, a lot of times when, when our partners that we're loving today have a problem with us talking about or processing relationships we had with our exes, um, it activates something in them like jealousy or they think that uh, we want to go back to our exes and that's not the case usually, right? It's um, Now, that being said, I don't think we should verbally vomit to people we are loving today or who you are loving today about your exes. Uh, there's a responsibility in processing that with a therapist or someone else, right? But it's okay to say, hey, you know, I was thinking about someone and it, these things came up. Um, and I think it's important for our, our partners to hold that space for us, you know, it makes us feel safe. Anyway, I hope you are actively reflecting, digesting, processing, and uh, forgiving not only who you used to love, but yourself. Thank you for listening to you all.